Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Hello, 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 and welcome to another quite brilliant episode, actually, of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. I want to get right into it this week. I've been getting tons and tons, by the way, of emails and messages and voicemails and all kinds of cool shit. But it really just tells me like the nation are taking their lives on in a big, big way. One of the overriding things that I see this all the time, by the way, I should let you know that some of what I'm about to say here might burst your fucking bubble, okay? So it might burst your little bubble of positivity or feeling good about yourself, right? Because I might point to something here that you realize, oh shit, I shouldn't really be doing that. So anyway, I I often get emails and messages from people who specifically talk about this subject. And the subject is that they admire my candor or that I'm a quote unquote straight shooter. And no, I didn't do the finger step. But anyway, they admire that I tell it like it is and la, 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 right? And some of those same people will mention that they feel as if they do the same thing, and that people don't like them for it. So I'm always at great pains to tell people about the difference between being your authentic self and being this thing that you call a straight shooter. Now, why do I do that? Because very much, or very often rather, very often, what you're calling being a straight shooter is little more than voicing your complaints. Now, people think that complaining is kind of like, well, I don't like this, and I don't like that, and I should do that, and you should be da-da-da-da-da, right? Like it's that it has a certain tone to it when somebody complains, that there's a certain kind of way of being that comes with it, like maybe being angry or being frustrated, of course, that is complaining, right? But there's different kinds of complaining. And it's important for you, as somebody who's out to develop yourself, it's important that you might understand that some of the stuff you're saying is, in fact, little more than just complaints. Because sometimes, you know, like, when I'm getting these messages from people, they're saying, well, people are getting upset with me just because I'm a straight shooter. And which always kind of leaves me with that little question, like, really? 
like they're upset with you for that. I would invite you to take on the idea that if you are somebody who's like that, you know, you call it like it is, that like it is that you're talking about isn't in fact like it is. It's how you think it is, which is very different. And you might say, well, that's what you're fucking doing, Gary. You're saying how you think it is. Yeah, but I'm backed up by a lot more than just my opinion. Like A lot of what I'm saying here is, without doubt, age-old, already acknowledged wisdom. I'm not just randomly pulling my fucking point of view out my ass and like, oh yeah, well, there you go. I'd invite you to look at, like, if people are saying what you're saying is hurtful or that you could say it in a different way, and I know some of you might already be thinking, well, this goes against what you're saying, Gary. It doesn't, right? You just got to bear with me here. I would invite you to try on the idea that whatever your communication is, it has some kind of edge to it. Like there is a certain either aggression behind it or some kind of put down behind it, some kind of judgment behind it. And I really feel as if that's been key for me in terms of like when I talk to people, I think the vast majority of people really feel as if I'm saying things that are truthful. And when I say truthful, they have a truth to them. And I'll get into the truth in a minute, by the way. But they have a truth to them. But there's no judgment from me. When I point to these things, it doesn't mean you're a lesser human being. You might be asleep in a certain area of your life. You might not be aware in a certain area of your life. But that does not make you a bad person. And judgment is all about good and bad. Fundamentally, it's about good and bad. So for those of you that do look upon yourself as a straight shooter, for those of you that look upon yourself as somebody who just calls it the way that you see it, I would invite you to really take on, yeah, but how is all of that landing? How is all of that going down over there with the other person? If you look at that in the cold light of day, you might be less of a straight shooter and more of someone who can't or who doesn't have a handle on your urges to speak. So you just kind of barf up your bullshit and call that the truth. And you'll notice, by the way, that it's an urge to put your truth in there. Whenever I'm sharing with people or whenever I'm coaching somebody, it doesn't arise for me like an urge. Like I don't feel the need to put something in. I put something in because this person really is in need of what I'm going to point to. It's for them. It's not for me. And when it's for them, people really get the authenticity of that. What's the authenticity of that? The authenticity of that is that it's in line with who I am as a human being. I don't just put things in like my opinion. So this whole truth thing is a bit of a moving target. So your truth is basically whatever you've assigned yourself to. You've said, well, this is the truth for me. This is the truth in my view. So if you are someone, like I said, my straight shooters out there, you've got to really start to see it as your truth, your view, your perspective, where you're coming from. So what might help you a little 
if you do have people in your life who are a little resistant, shall we say, to the way that you currently speak, you might want to kind of set the tone a little by beginning your conversations with, well, I have a view of that. Are you open to listening? And they'll say yes or no. And if they say no, then you should just shut your mouth and move on. In that moment, though, you might notice your urges, your urge to set the record straight or some shit. (laughs) Or your urge to set this person straight. But you're always speaking from a view. You're speaking from your own hooks and triggers. You're speaking from your own past. You're speaking from your own sense of what's right and wrong, your own sense of justice, your own sense of what's fair. So communication, you guys, is very much about preparing the landing strip before the plane comes in. It's not just fucking crashing your way in on there and say, oh, that's barfing up your existential vomit. So if people are getting a little hooked and a little triggered around your straight communication, I would really invite you to take on that your communication is in fact not straight, that it's in fact weighed down by something. Which I've talked about this before though. I've talked about this notion of when people feel as if they're being themselves. The being yourself that you're talking about, right? Well, I'm just being the way I am. I don't think you really know what the hell that is. I don't think you really know. We all use that word, ego. Most people relate to the word ego or egotistical like it's being boastful, right? Like you're blowing your own trumpet or something. The ego is every want, every need that you have, every notion of what you think it is to be you, what the world is, what other people are. That's all ego. It's all this thing, this consciousness that you've associated yourself with, which we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, like just being myself, which is one of the most fucking lazy things that will ever fall out your mouth. Because being yourself, when you're truly being yourself, you're being a created self. You're being who you would create yourself as. So if I would create myself as somebody who's loving or create myself as somebody who's a contribution, if I would create myself as somebody who's a partner, if I would create myself as somebody who makes a difference, and those are all examples, when the words fall out of my mouth that are consistent with who I create myself as, that's authentic. In other words, I'm being who I say I am. Sometimes that conflicts with how I currently feel. So if I say I am successful and my actions are not consistent with that statement, I have a conflict. Therefore, it's my job to align myself with being successful in this instance. So real power in life, if you want, 
isn't indulging your most base instincts, like giving people a piece of your mind. And look, I have that fucking temptation. I get tempted. Oh, I'm just going to fucking lay this on this person. And then I hold myself to account. This isn't who I am. It might be reflective of who I am by default. A more accurate way to say that might be who I've become. But, you know, many years ago, I realized that who I've become just wasn't satisfying. I really had to question, like, where am I going with my life? Because this doesn't do it for me. There needs to be more to this life than just this. This is bullshit. So I didn't like who I'd become, which is when I started to get through all those processes of reinventing myself. How do I reinvent myself, Gary? By first dealing with the impact of who I've become, what it's been like, not just for me, but for the people who share life with me, for the people who share life with this straight shooter, for people who have to engage with this straight talker. And you might be a little surprised because the biggest obstacle you'll, that you ever face in a transformation is telling yourself the truth. I mean, look, a lot of the stuff that I get from people, they've already answered the fucking question. It's already in their email. It's already there. They're saying, let me tell you my situation, and I know that I should da-da-da-da-da-da-da, but blah, 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 blah. They already know what to do. And that's the same in your life. In a lot of your situations, you already know what to do. You're just trying to get some insight to make it easier or maybe give you some other pathway, but you know what to do. If you need to inform someone in your life that the way they are, the way they've been operating, no longer works for you in your life, you know you have to do that. If you're already in a job that you know this isn't working for me anymore, this, I need to get out of this job, you know that. What you're currently doing is trying to find a way to go through that process painlessly. If there's some alternative way. Look, we'd all like to have a situation where the future just comes along, presents itself, you step in there, let go of the old life and everything's fucking magical. Does that happen from time to time? Yeah. But for the most part, that's not how it goes. How it goes is you see a future, you get inspired by your fucking future, and then you have to confront the reality of the life you've got and how you're going to make that work, which is why people email me. So a reinvention of self begins by telling yourself the absolute truth. So if you look at your candor, the kind of talking that you have been doing with people and tell yourself the truth. And I mean like set aside the urge, set aside the justifications and the reasons and the excuses. If you tell yourself the truth about your communications, isn't there just that little edge, that little desire to kind of wound, put somebody in their fucking place, give them a taste of their own medicine? Because here's what you should know. When you're giving somebody a taste of their own medicine, you're becoming them. 
You're becoming them. You're using their methodology on them. So now you are them. But a true expression of yourself, and when I say a true, like a true expression of yourself is when you operate in a way that's consistent with who you've created yourself as. And ultimately, you guys, that is the big game in life. Creating yourself as something and going with that. To be someone greater than the you that you've become. That's your job. And that applies to everything. Applies to your career, your body, your relationships, your finances. It's all about taking on and being responsible for the you that you've become and then stepping away from it, realizing there's a greater you, there's a greater potential, there's a greater possibility for you. Those are the actions you need to take. You need to align yourself with your potential you rather than that you you already know yourself as. All right, in a moment, we're going to be taking a little break. If you want to participate in a future show, if you want to suggest a subject matter for a future show, you can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. You can also leave a message at the website, unfucknation.com. You can also call me, 646-450-3203. I would also like to remind all the listeners out there, by the way, if you haven't left me a review, wherever you get your podcast, please leave a review. Please let us know what you've thought of the show and what it's doing for you and all that good stuff because it empowers other people when they first discover what we're doing here at Unfuck Nation. And then also, if you haven't subscribed, for the love of God, press the fucking subscribe button. We're going to uh, take a word from our sponsors here and we'll be back in just a moment. Hang in there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, 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 welcome back to the second half of this week's show. This is the part of the show when I take questions from the nation. I should also add, by the way, a little bit of shameless plug here. If you've bought one of my books or two of my books, or three, bear in mind I've written four books. The fifth one is on the way. So make sure you stock up on your little GJB library out there because all of the stuff that I'm talking about, it's all coming out the books. You'd be able to read the book listen to what I'm saying, connect some dots in your brain that'll support you in unleashing yourself, right, as your life moves forward. Also, if you, this is another little shameless plug, I should put that in there. If you don't like shameless plugs, put your fucking fingers in your ears or something. On the website, there are t-shirts, sweatshirts, all kinds of cool Unfuck Nation stuff there. 
for you to peruse and buy if you should so choose. But if you do buy yourself a t-shirt or two, please take a picture of yourself and get it up on Instagram, right? You know, as you know, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm out there, right? I am out there and mingling with the universe. So if you're not connecting with me on all those different levels, yeah, you do miss out on stuff because there's things that I put out there that might just be the thing that rings your bell. Okay, so let's get to this week's question, and it's from Alana. And Alana says, hello, Gary. I'm a great fan of yours. Thank you, Alana. That's awesome. And your books have helped me a lot. I would like to take your advice on something. Well, as you know, Alana, I'm not one for advice, but let's see what we can uncover here. You go on to say, I'm a single parent currently in a relationship. We have had some rocky patches and I have gone to family members and friends for their advice. He told me recently while we were having a conversation that if we were to be living together and if anything happened to my son, like a fall or if something happened to us in a relationship, I should not go around and discuss the issues with others, such as my mom and friends. I have a very close relationship with my mom and friends. And if I have issues, I would tell them as I see it as someone to talk to, right? All seems very reasonable so far. The thing that struck me was that he told me if something happened to my son, we should keep it between us. And I shouldn't tell my mom or others. It made me feel very isolated that that thought and as though he's wanting some form of control. He has no kids, so doesn't fully understand what it's like to be a single parent. He told me a few weeks ago also that if he wasn't the man for me, we should move on and go our separate ways. He said something to upset me, and I wanted to query it with him, and he reacted with that answer. If you don't like who I am, blah, blah, blah. It threw me, and as a result, I opened up to my family and friends about what was going on, which he wasn't happy about. He's telling me even now that I pick out the negatives of what he says and tell people, but I was hurt and I'm not the type to keep things to myself. He's the opposite. Do you feel it's wrong when he said that if anything happened to my son, I wouldn't tell my mom? He said that if we have issues, it should be kept between us, like fallings out, etc. I do regret some of the actions I've made in telling my mom because of what I told her. She's not happy and she thinks that it's crazy that I want time with him now. And out of anger, I called him some nasty names too. However, I did apologize to him. Great freaking question, Alana. And I think that's a problem for a lot of people. I think many people are dealing with something very similar. There's a couple of different points here. I understand, and this is true for many couples, there is a certain kind of truth to you need to sort your problems out with each other, okay? And you should. But on the other hand, should you need to go communicate that to somebody else, then you should do that too. You should have the freedom to do that, should you so choose. So I agree and disagree with your partner. And I agree and I disagree with you. That is, yeah, you guys should go to each other to sort your issues out. By the same token, you should be free to go talk to some other people if you feel as if you're stuck. My problem with where you're coming from, Alana, is you're asking for advice, which is basically asking somebody else 
to tell you what they would do. Then if you do that, who is the person who's responsible for that if it doesn't work out for you? On the face of it, you may go, well, me, and I'm going to invite you to consider something else. That it would be their bad advice if it doesn't work out for you. So your current mode of handling this situation is just going to create fucking carnage in your life. Whether this relationship works out or not, you have a mode right now. And your mode is when it doesn't go your way, you go and talk to your mom and your friends about it. But like you've even admitted yourself, you're throwing your partner under the bus to them. So this is a part where your partner actually does make some sense. Like you're kind of cherry picking when things don't go well. You're not going to them and saying, what a fucking week I've had with this person. It's been amazing. You're saying, oh, I'm having a problem right now. Let me barf this up on you and you tell me what you think. But what you're inadvertently doing is throwing your partner under the bus, calling him names, getting angry. Who does he think he is? I don't even know if you said that. But anyway, you get the idea, right? So this is the dynamic here doesn't work. And of course your mom is going to come at your defense. Of course she is. Of course your mom is going to come and defend her grandkid. Of course she is. Because she'll defend you and defend her grandkid as she should. As she should. And she will as long as you keep painting this picture. So what's the alternative? The alternative here is you're in a relationship with someone and you're choosing to be in this relationship with this person. Does that mean they're perfect and beyond reproach? No, they're like all human beings. Human beings are pretty challenging to get along with, period. When you say to yourself, okay, I'm in a relationship with this person, you're taking all that on for yourself. Like this is the way this person is and this is how I am and this is what we're choosing to work through. So there's that side of it. I am a little concerned when somebody says, what if something should happen to your son? That lands for me. It's just a little weird. It's just not a good example. So if I were you, you got to kind of listen to your own advice. You got to listen to what you're saying to yourself. You're one of those people, by the way, you've already answered this in your own email to me. You're already trying to find a way to handle what you already know. When it comes to the well-being of your children, you act 100% in a way that's consistent with the well-being of your children, period. It's not about you and your partner, what they think, what you think, what your mom thinks, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And in general terms, just when it comes to people's well-being, like their physical well-being, you handle that. You'd never fucking step over that shit. Now, I've been married for 20-something years. You know somebody's been married a long time when they say shit like 20-something, right? It's not just 20, it's 20-something. My wife and I have worked out a system pretty much. And there are certain things that she wants in the relationship and there are certain things that I want in the relationship and there are certain little agreements we have and that's all good. But man, when it comes to the well-being of our children, we're both of the view that, no, I don't, 
I'm not sticking that under the carpet to make you fucking feel better. Now, fortunately, we don't have that kind of issue in our relationship. But we're pretty much clear that if we ever did have something like that in our relationship and something like that in our family, that we're not turning that into a fucking family secret. There's nothing that's more precious than the well-being of our children. And I would invite you to remind yourself of that, Alana. There's nothing more precious than the well-being of your son. And that might be something that he needs to come to terms with. There will be no if he should falls. If he falls, he falls. If it's obvious that he fell, what's the problem? What's the freaking problem? He fell. I have three sons. They fall all the time. Bump their heads, knees, scrapes, cuts. Sometimes I wonder whether I would let them loose with a bowl of spaghetti rather than any sharp implements. I mean, they're just, they're kind of typical little human beings. They get into stuff they shouldn't get into and do things they probably shouldn't do and la, la, la. And then there's the last part of this. So then, you know, the well-being of your kid, if he doesn't like that, I think that's something he's going to have to handle. He's going to have to handle that when it comes to the well-being of your son, there is no agreement greater than that. You have a responsibility to your son to be his parent and guardian. Then there's this other piece, though. And this is, everybody here can get a piece of this for themselves. It's fine to go seek counsel, not advice, though. Counsel. A lot of counsel, you guys, is half of it gets solved in the communicating of it. In fact, if you are going to have those relationships, I would say to the people in your life, look, I'm kind of pissed at him right now or her. I'm kind of pissed at him or her right now. And I'd like to share something with you, but you got to promise me you won't listen to what I'm saying and have it color your relationship to that person because I'm giving you something that I'm upset by not throwing them under the bus. And so if you can't listen to what I've got to say here in such a way that you don't throw them under the bus, then it's probably better if I don't say it. Because look, we all get upset. We all say stuff that we wish we hadn't said. The problem is when you're throwing it at somebody in your life, like a friend or a parent, you're coloring their view. You're shifting the way that they see that person now. And then a little further down the line, when you're all blissfully happy and loving, they're just going to look at you like you're full of shit. It's going to look at you like you're a liar or some nonsense. So you got to start being upfront. You can't just indulge your upsets, which is what you've been doing, I bet, in some of these cases. You've just been indulging your upsets with your mom. And like I said, your mom's just going to protect you. She's just going to be like, well, who the hell is this guy? But this is another piece, though, for everybody to get. When you get into relationships, you should know what the hell you're getting yourself into. Because when you get yourself into it, you should know that's what you're choosing. So whatever you're stepping over, whatever you're making okay, you're doing that. Don't put that on the other person. Well, you know, I should have listened to my gut. That's not your gut. That's your logic. Your logic is saying this is something that's troubling and you're like, well, you know, well, it'll be, well, I can, well, they might, la, la, la. 
the logic is right in front of your face. If there's elements of this relationship that won't work for you, then yeah, you should end it. You should end it. Then you might get yourself into a union that's a little more aligned with your ideals. I'm never a fan of using the relationship as leverage to get my point of view. I'm never a fan of that. Like, well, if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Like, I know people do it, but I'm not a big fan of it. It's a kind of heavyweight question because one of these days I might be so pissed off. I might just be like, well, yeah, all right, fine then, fuck you. And, you know, every passing day, every passing week, every passing month, you're building something. But if you're building it on shaky foundations, when that thing comes down, it will make one almighty mess. It might make a mess right now, but it'll make a fucking really big mess in the future. It's okay for you to say what you're okay with and what you're not okay with and then leave him with a choice to say, well, no, there will be times when I'll, I'll look to communicate with other people. But my promise is I'm not going to throw you under the bus. It'll be more like, how do I handle it? When it comes to your, your son, I would, this isn't just for this person. This is for anybody. You should leave him in no uncertain terms. Tell him in no uncertain terms. Yeah, this is a no-go. If I feel as if there's something about my son and his well-being that requires my attention, I'm not going to do it in such a way that protects you. I'll do it in such a way that protects him. Even if it, by the way, makes it uncomfortable for you as a mom. You guys, when you have kids, all bets are off. When it comes to the well-being of my children, no, it's a straight line from A to B. There is no, well, you could have, oh, well, maybe. No, there's nothing there. It's their well-being, and that's paramount. All right, you guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week. What a great question, Alana. Thank you for bringing that to the nation. As usual, if you want to be part of a future episode, if you want to have a question on the show, if there's some topic on the show you want me to discuss, Email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Go to the website, unfuckednation.com, where you get your cool t-shirts. Or call me, 646-450-3203. Thank you. Have a magnificent self-expressed day. And I'll see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.